Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Three Sykes and a Mic. We got a full house today. So how's everybody doing? Doing well. Doing doing well. well. Hello. Good. Doing awesome. It's a great Sunday. Great Sunday. It is Mother's Day. We're recording on Mother's Day. So I want to say love to all the moms, all the moms, all of everyone who's out there, whether you are a mom by childbirth or a mom by selection or a mom by nomination we're gonna (laughs) say happy mother's day to all of y'all uh today and today we're joined by some amazing people um some best friends in the house we got melanie stuckey and chandra mayna um on the line so they're joining us today for this really cool episode and april's here too april there you go. Yes. <laughs> Look, I done introed everybody except April. But the calls. Ain't but that so? April. <laughs> awesome. So welcome to our co-host slash guest. Um, we are doing a very special episode around childhood friends and, you know, friends that have grown with you and grown up with you or what that's like, how to maintain that. So we're going to get into that. Um, a little bit later in the episode, but wanted to just introduce them. Um, if y'all want to say hello real quick, go ahead so people know your voice. Well, hello there, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. Um, <laughs> this is Melanie Stuckey, and I'm going to put my plug out here because anytime I'm on a podcast, I'm going to just tell y'all who I am so you can follow me. Amen. Yep. Shameless plug here. <laughs> Melanie Stuckey. I own a company called Synergy Mortgage Group. We have offices in Florida and Alabama. So anytime you want to uh, get in with me when it comes to refinancing, knowledge of literacy of finance and knowledge and language of it, then you can always hit me up on my social media at Melanie the Broker. And I'm here to support my amazing sister beyond best friend, April. Boom, boom. (laughs) Well, hello, everyone. I'm Chandra Mayna, and um, I'm here as well to support my best friend, Shari Dade. She asked me to come on, and I was more than excited to come on, um, especially when I was told what the episode was about. So I'm excited for today. Just happy to be here with you guys, and happy Mother's Day to everyone. What's up? What's up? Nice. Well, speaking of the what's up, what's up out of Atlanta, Georgia, (laughs) uh, let's talk about Media Minute for today. We're going to talk about the verses. um, And I know by the time this episode comes out, it will, you know, folks have already discussed it. But last night, um, the verses was Escape and SWV. And wanted to see what did y'all think about it? Yeah. Was that a good child? That was that no, Melanie. That, that first child was listen. They have got to do a better job with the um. Yeah, they just got to do a better job with the lineup, like how they're gonna the setup, shall I say? Um, April talked about it yesterday, making sure that people are closer. But you want that interaction, like it's a one-on-one feel, the um, authenticity of it, and not like 
um, a show because honestly, if I go to a concert, I'm looking for more of a production, like hello, more. But I will tell you this though, after the second wing of that thing, uh, that Coco, <laughs> no, she's saying, I said, honey, you better hit every note. You hear me? Get from the diaphragm. That girl went in the back and she put some vinegar in with some throat <laughs> coat and she like swallowed that thing. She didn't even mush it around in her mouth. She swallowed that thing and she came out letting them people have it. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. I was thinking the, along the same lines, like they were too far apart, like for interaction. Um all of their attitudes were kind of jacked up at the beginning. It's like, I don't like, it was almost like my clothes not fitting right. I don't have on the right shoes. I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> do I stand and rock and sing or do I just sit down? Um, but when they went to the back and put on the tennis shoes and sweatshirts and it just got really comfortable. Yeah, it seems like it got like a whole lot better. Um, the song selection was pretty cool. I think the DJs are trying to, you know, fill out like, the, the vibe as well but I mean it warmed up at the end it warmed up at the end oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah I, I missed the whole thing um but you know that's a norm for me I be, I miss all the media that happens but by the time the show comes out I'm definitely gonna watch it but I did see some commentary and it was very in line with what y'all were saying as far as that second part you know but I feel like that's kind of what happens like we show up a little late for things, you know, so we coming for the second act. No. So that's when you really got to show out. No, we, no, no, that, that, that's got to stop being normalized. No, no, we don't need to show up. <laughs> they were late. They were late and they were late and boring. So my, sorry, I was having some technical issues over here. Um, even so as an artist, it shouldn't take you that long to get into your groove. And I don't know what was going on. I don't know if Coco. Oh, they out there. <laughs> I don't know if Coco. They are out here. They out I, there. Yeah, my complex. One day we're going to do a they whole segment. They might be doing like a little virtual Mother's Day. No, they, um, no they are trying to re. They're trying to recreate that better not. from last night. This is that awkward <laughs> moment that happened in the very beginning. It'll get better in the same way. <laughs> First of all, they relate. And I think you your lateness should be commiserate with your mm. talent level and your artistry and relevancy. And I'm sorry. I ain't I ain't never waiting oh, for forty five minutes, minutes late. Or escape. I don't they wow. came on at eight forty two. Um and so Melanie and I were watching it and one thing I noticed, I don't like this new versus. I want them to go back to how it used to be when it was um they were, you know, people were at their own homes because now it's overproduced. It doesn't feel like you don't. So the thing that I watch verses for is not for the music because I can go listen to the album on my own. Like, that's all we doing. I like the camaraderie. I like hearing them trade stories, hearing some behind the scenes stuff about like what happened in the studio, like the stuff yeah. that you hear in between the songs. And I like seeing people enjoy each other's music. Um, and to me, that's the favorite part is seeing artists kind of fan out over each other and yeah. appreciate one another. And now it's become this whole thing of like, you really, y'all really are battling and it's not cute. It's, it's too much like candy. Like we get it, candy. We know you wrote everything. We know you wrote the <laughs> national anthem. Like, it's cool. <laughs> like, so I did not like, I feel like candy cheated. When she brought out stuff 
that she wrote and her and Tiny produced. Because you know what I thought about this morning? Why didn't Tamika bring out some stuff that she That's wrote for real. Tyler Perry plays? Yeah. Since they bring yeah. it out stuff. They, she didn't pull out them. She didn't right. pull out them Tyler Perry songs. <laughs> I'm happy she didn't, child. We would have shut the whole thing down. <laughs> Ratings <laughs> went completely down. Ooh, child. In the comments, the people were like, boring, boring. The shade that people were throwing. It was a lot going on. But the second half, the old lady showed out. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I, I think I think the change of wardrobe did it. You yeah, know, the think, wardrobe change. Yeah, you know, sometimes when your pants are a little tight, they're not like, you know, you got on heels, your feet hurt, like just go put on your tennis shoes. It's okay. <laughs> so get yourself ready. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lesson to be learned. That's a lesson. That's a sermon that just wear clothes that That'll fit preach. and that you're comfortable in. It'll change your whole attitude. Cause that's I was like, Coco didn't have an mm-hmm. attitude. She was uncomfortable. Yeah. She couldn't breathe. Yeah. Her feet hurt. When they went back and like you said, like Mel said, put on those sweatshirts and sneakers. Whole yeah. I mean, whole different vibe. They yeah. were doing choreography. <laughs> Coco mean, was hitting right. notes. True story. Like <laughs> come as your whole self. That'll preach right there. Ooh. Hey, mama, mama. <laughs> put this phone on mute so I can go shop. Okay. It is Sunday. Hey. (laughs) It is. It is. But let us know. So last question before we move on to the topic for today. Um, Who do y'all think won? Melanie says SWV. Mm. I'm going to go on SWV off of technicalities. Because, you know, I feel like their catalog is a little better in general for me. Yeah, I was about to say, if we're looking at catalog, then yeah, SWV's catalog is a lot better to me. Um, And then, like you said, without like the cheating aspects of bringing in no scrubs and like all those other songs, then, you know, uh, I mean, and of course they do have hits, but, you know, uh, I don't think they touch an SWV. See, I think it's hits are better. But I yeah. think I think if okay. he can mm-hmm. just sing, like, well, no, okay, yeah, I think Coco can sing, and it's just something about <laughs> yeah. when she sings a song. Okay, not sing when she sings a song. It just be like, oh, girl, as a singer, yeah. I, I like it. I can relate, and she can hit it live. I, I take it. Yeah, yeah. So I thought Escape was going to win because Escape has more hits. They have more recognizable Mm -hmm. songs. But after watching, I was like, oh, actually they don't because they didn't play their hand right. It was like they had a a fairly good hand, you know, playing spades and they just, Mm -hmm. they they ruined it. Like they squandered it. Um, So because I listen to voices, I would say SWV, you know, has a better voice, of course, but um, I think we saw that SWV had the songs that would stand mm. time. So even with listening to Understanding, when they put Understanding up against Week, somebody on Twitter was like, Understanding sounds like a nursery rhyme. And it's like, yeah, when you listen to it compared to Week, it's mm. very childish. Yeah. Um, and a lot of their songs to me has not stood the test of time. Like if I go out to a 90s party, I'm absolutely hearing SWV. I may hear mm-hmm. one or two Escape songs. Um, and also, I can go down the street and find four people that sound like all of them together. <laughs> so, yes, they can sing, 
but I can go like I can hear I can go anywhere and hear somebody that can mm-hmm. blow out tiny that can out sing or compete so Tasha is a great singer but Tasha ain't competing with Coco she's the best singer of Escape so I think you saw like those limits um, and I just think Candy never should have no. been a lead but I get it she has a unique voice and she made it work she has great range mm-hmm. I'll give it to her but yeah off of technicality off of the impact of the songs, I'm going to have to give it to SWV, even though they was a little <laughs> tight that first yeah. half. They was boring. Um, Escape outfits was distracting me. The fashions mm. weren't given what they were supposed to be mm. given. Was it the ruffle mm. paint? Tinies. It was everything. Tasha looked the best out of every. She was the only one who dressed her, mm. th- her body. She dressed appropriate. Everybody else, Co- um, um, Candy wasn't bad. I don't even remember what cat mm-hmm. Candy. I think Candy was good. Candy, Candy wasn't. She didn't stand out. But Tiny <laughs> and the ruffle pants, Tamika, and, and the Tamika of slapping no, Tiny's booty every two seconds was absolutely out of what. She kept bringing attention to the horrible job. Why was she slapping her booty? Yeah, I mean, Lord, she, I don't yeah, think that she was excited about it. it. Right. I don't think that helped Tiny's case. Like the stuff she got going on right now, I don't really think that that helped with it. Cause now I'm like, wait. So now the other Tamika and her husband are involved. My brain was going too many other places. Then I was distracted. Yes. <laughs> Stop. When they said kinky, like, oh, I want to get kinky. I'm like, no, you mm. don't. Well, that's allegedly. What, what let me say this. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, no, 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 no. No, no. I said that's what got them. Alleged, mm. embroiled in a lawsuit. The lawsuit is real. Yeah, now, the, claims the claims are alleged. You can say alleged, <laughs> but they—that's so funny. But yeah, so so let us know, y'all, who y'all thought won um, in the battle. But it was good to see them. It was good to hear them sing live. Coco just sings mm. down. I went back and played some of greatest hits during my workout this morning. And um, they did not sing really? "It's About Time," and that's a classic. But that's also a, that's a oh. deep album cut. But it's a you had to have the album. Yeah, to had to listen to it. Time. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I don't think Escape sang the song they had with MC yeah. Light either. I can't remember the song, but I was like, oh, they had a song. Was oh, feel so no, good. They did, they did. I was gonna say that. I think did they, they did. Feel that? so good. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. I did. think they did because. They did because I, I remember saying, why did they start at the top of MC Light verse? We got to listen to MC Light oh. whole thing before we get to the chorus. <laughs> like, cue, oh, cue it up okay. at the right spot. But anyway, so yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. People were saying right. that this was their what, favorite what verses. Think? I saw a couple of people oh, no. saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> not those even are, top. Listen, those not are even paid top people. Three. Somebody paid them to come in the comments and say that. that <laughs> yeah. Those are people who like the nostalgia. I think oh, it depends yeah. on what you're listening for. Like I listen mm-hmm. to voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you just like the fact that like you seeing some of your favorite girl mm-hmm. groups, okay. then, yeah, I could see it. But the show, but, the show wasn't no. top. No, it was too. It, they kept mm-hmm. talking about Doritos. Yeah. Every I five think they minutes. were. They had mm-hmm. way too many yeah. sponsors. No, I was about to say, Go I think ahead, they were trying to plug those money makers in there. Oh, they had sponsors. Oh, yeah. Girl, no. Doritos mm-hmm. and Ciroc. And it was like girl, every five bye. minutes or so. Yeah. Dorito. <laughs> Dorito. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I, I'm going to have to go back and watch it. I don't even know if I want yes. to at this point. I might just um, turn on some music and listen to the the albums. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do yeah. that. But mm-hmm. yeah, listeners, let us know what you thought about the verses if you mm-hmm. caught it, Escaping SWV. Uh, we definitely want to hear from you. <laughs> Well, let's roll right on into the topic for today. Like like um, April said, we have a really cool show. We really wanted to highlight some of our closest relationships here on the show. We've talked about friendship um, as adults. We've talked about the art of making friends, the art of keeping friends. And so we wanted to bring in um, our two most most closest is that can you put those two words together we want to bring in our closest friends uh for today's show and talk a little bit about just the the process the journey the um time that we spend together as friends and just highlight some of the memorable some of the work that goes into friendships and then some of the amazing lessons that you learn as you are in friendship with one another over years and so we have with us again melanie and chandra with us and to bring in the topic i thought it would be good to start from the beginning right to start from the origin um story of friendship and just ask the question like how did we all or how did each of the dyads meet one another so I guess we'll hit Melanie and April first how did y'all meet one another so I moved into our neighborhood I moved from Vinesville which is a small town in Fairfield to um Forestdale and it was the summer before our sixth grade year I don't even remember how did we meet Cause Melanie, so Melanie lives across the street, like across the street and up the street, like two houses over. Um, Melanie, do you remember um, how we met? What I think, I don't know if my parents told me that um, another girl was moving in the neighborhood or what. I don't really know, but I just remember walking down the street and was like, "Hi, you know, I'm Melanie," and then we went in your basement and it was on and popping since then. That's all I remember. Maybe we were in the basement talking, laughing. Yeah, and being it's so just this, you know, crazy, energetic, saying some crap I ain't had no business to. April, like, oh, <laughs> this girl is yes. nuts, but I think I like her. Yes. She, I was like, oh, she's a lot. She's a lot. She is a lot. That's so funny because Shandra and I were talking about this yesterday, and we were like, how did we meet? Like, have no yeah. idea. Um, and we came to the conclusion, we think that our parents, like our moms, were friends or got to know each other at some kind of way yeah. and then introduced us because we have mm-hmm. older brothers that are also like the same age and mm-hmm. so like introduced the families and mm-hmm. it was so funny because Shandra was like one day we met and then it was like okay your mom's my godmother <laughs> you know like wow. how did that even happen <laughs> right it just happened it just happened I um we went to the same church growing up I do yeah. know that and so, um, and it's funny, you guys met like in sixth grade because we met the summer before seventh grade. Yeah. Um, and so my dad was moving to pastor this church and um, I was really shy and reserved. And I remember us meeting some kind of way like, hey, this is Shari, Jason, you guys are the same age. You should be friends, <laughs> that right. kind of thing. Um, 
And from there, like you said, it was just on and popping from there. Just on and popping. Yeah. Who yeah. is eating? It's muted. Oh. You can hear it, but the listeners can't. Thank you for blowing up my spot. Look, what are friends for? That's what we here for. Right, right. So Chandra, were you were you on the church cheerleading team? No, too, I like was Charlie? right. <laughs> Let me on tell the church. Uh, we had like a drill team squad. She so was like, a flag girl. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> like a flag dancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twirl. Like the band flag, the twirl. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like the okay, Melanie backstory. So Shari told Eric and I about her yeah. being a cheerleader yes, at church, the for the church, and we were like, "Well, who do you cheer for?" Like <laughs> that's what church is. Like, so we had like basketball teams. Mm-hmm. So we each church had their own like basketball team, and they would cheer at the basketball games. But the reason for like developing the cheerleading squad was because let me tell you, we used to have them Baptist conventions every summer. Yes, and we used to compete. Like it was like a full like Southwest um like category of baptist mm-hmm. conventions and they would compete against e- like other churches in like the surrounding states what kind of cheers the, the cheers were bible verses so somebody yeah. be like the captain would be oh like okay john three sixteen, and then you would like <laughs> oh. quote the bible verse and you would do your little cheers and your movements yes. let me tell you we had yes. uniforms yes. we was out there yeah, it was different categories. Do you remember that, like drill team song? Because yeah. remember, your brother wrote us a song to sing. Yeah, um, he had a song. Yeah, so it was yeah a whole situation, yeah. and they would make a whole day out of it. You had like a regional, then you went further if you want. Yeah, and got to perform it. You think all day? So, yep, you think can't I have a yeah, hilarious. <laughs> okay, now that you all are older, would you let your kids do that same um, thing? Be cheerleaders uh, and out here cheering to Bible scripture, cheering, cheering for Christ. <laughs> I mean, you can cheer for Christ, but I'm talking about you out here semi gyrating, but you're not really. And I'm about <laughs> you trying to say all the scriptures. I'm just but trying no, to understand. Let me tell you, they it was very, very Baptist. Okay, yeah. So it was yeah. very like skirts to the knees, no arms out. Like we were, oh no, y'all was in us, the yeah. holiness. You know, we was we were out here like no no popping. You can't pop yeah. your lower body. It's just all arms, all <laughs> movements up at the arms. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. So <laughs> I oh, think I if I were deep in the church like I was. Look, we're gonna say if I were if I were I would let my kids because I think the kids really enjoyed it. So I was the one. I was the coach. So I think yeah. the kids really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just had a really good time, like learning one, learning Bible verses, but then we would practice every week. So they would like come together, you know, you meet other people at different churches in the area. Cause they were like competing. So I would let them do it. I would. Yeah. And it would almost be like, you know, friendly competition. Cause it was like, well, who can find this scripture the fastest? Well, it gotta, gotta be friendly. Gotta be friendly. You're right about that. You're right about that. But youth encampment, because because that would be the thing that you would you would want to get to be able to do it at youth encampment, which was this whole week long camp for Baptist convention. Like you would go, you would have this whole. You stay at dorms mm-hmm. and like learn different things, like a long Sunday. Sunday 
school. <laughs> it really was. And this is why I said to Chandra yesterday, I was like, I was so uncool as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Yeah. So that's, that's how y'all need to that's find how we each, each other. Each other. Yeah. Weird yeah. as hell. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So I, I have a question. Thanks thanks for uh, indulging my my. my uh, rabbit hole of this cheerleading <laughs> at church. <laughs> what do you think has been key to sustaining friendships this long? Also, let me give a caveat. As <clears throat> I want no no heat. I have there are I have other lifelong friends, and this yeah, you know. Please don't take it personal if you didn't get invited. Uh, Stephanie Stephanie is a faithful listener of the podcast but it's mother's day so yeah. i knew she wasn't going to be available and what's funny is stephanie is close friends with melanie so we have also like become <laughs> it's crazy how just how that works yeah uh so how what do you think has been key to sustaining a friendship you know 20 30 plus years isn't that crazy um i would think for me uh it's communication involving with time because i have been friends with a lot of people that through the years we kind of fell off because our life, um, we just didn't evolve in, the, evolve in the same spaces. Like I grew and evolved in what I character-wise, my career, all these things that I wanted to grow in. And then somebody has to know or stand beside you to cultivate that dream, despite if they are familiar with it or not, um, and kind of encourage that and know how to encourage it. Because some people don't know how. If you have like a small town mindset, I don't know how to tell you, man, you can own six properties and be single with no kids and no husband. They don't know how to encourage that versus like, oh, it's always going to be like, when are you going to get married? Or I just got married and I have kids and you don't understand. Like, you know, we just on different ways and paths. And so... um I think for April and I has just been that communication. Um, definitely uh, vulnerability is a big thing too. Like somebody that meeting new people, you're like trying to like, you know, navigate, you know, how it is when it comes to meeting mm -hmm. new people. But somebody mm -hmm. that I have been loyal with for a very long time. And so I can be the real Melanie, like, okay, all vulnerability here. Um, and then know that yeah, that's a trusted space. Those are like gems and jewels that's just kind of hard to, you Absolutely. know, come by. And so you don't want to demolish that space when you have built something so strong. Like, it don't matter. April be getting on my last nerves, y'all, on some <laughs> stuff. I'd be like, what are you talking about, right? <laughs> stuff. What so, stuff? See, we about to go down another rabbit hole. But listen, so... But in that, we have created a family. Like, it's more than just somebody being your friend. We are family. Like, that is just, mm -hmm. we are bonded forever that way. So that's why I was like, in the very beginning, like, this is a sister beyond a best friend. I think you can categorize people as friendships and all these other things and how it changes through time. But it doesn't matter. With family, I could go six months without talking to April and I'm gonna pick it back up. Like, what, what you need, what's happening, it don't matter. Whatever time of day, don't get it twisted. I will fly and fight anybody. <laughs> yep, I said it on the podcast. Yes, I will. And that's what time it is. So that's just, I think, uh, has stood the test of time for our relationship. That's good. 
That's good. I think you made a lot of very interesting points, um, especially one that stuck out to me was um, knowing that your friend is a trusted space. And so um, Shari and I have, uh, you know, struggled in our adulthood to make sure that we're maintaining and communicating. And I think what has helped me the most is knowing that she's a trusted space. You ever have that person that you don't have to be fake or pretentious with about anything. You can just be yourself. And um, I'm not always comfortable opening up to people. And she has been that for me. Um, I can remember that feeling ever since, you know, we, we first met. Um, and so knowing that um, I can just let my hair down. I can, I can say what I want to say is no judgment. Um, and knowing that she's my trusted space, even through the times when we've, you know, struggled to communicate. Um, but then I think also um, the fact that she is a great communicator has helped me because I'm not. Um, and so her being able to say, um, Chandra, this is what I need. Um, we need to do better on this. And me being open and willing to, to hearing from her what, are, what I need, what she needs and to accept that and to admit where I've been wrong and for her to admit where she's been wrong and where we could have done better with each other has been really, really helpful. So I think in those areas where I lack, she has been um, really good in those areas. And, it, you know, it's, it's helped our friendship to sustain through this period of time. That's good. You know what I was thinking when you were talking to one more other thing is that we don't create a space of jealousy, because I think sometimes when you are a childhood friend, you know, after your friend has, especially when you're in two different cities or states or anything like that, where you're separated by things, right? That this person has now gone on and created a whole nother yeah. life as well. And they have more mm -hmm. friends to not feel like, oh man, now I got to try to compete yeah. with something that I'm not yeah. in. And I think that that has, um, because of the maturity of April you know, in our relationship, that has helped too, that I don't, ha I'm not competing with right. She's not competing mm -hmm. with anybody. I introduce it to my friends here. I'd be like, oh, I have a, a, you know, another like close friend that we consider each other like best friends yeah. here. And she doesn't feel yeah. threatened. It's like, I come right in, hey girl, how are yeah. you? Like they each hold a different space and time of where I was in that different moment. And I think that helps a lot when you're talking about maintaining a friendship for a very long time and how, you know, each chapter shows something mm -hmm. else up. Right? That's mm -hmm. real. Yeah. You, and I think that also speaks to the ability to, um, merge friendship groups and not, maybe not even merge but be able to introduce friends to existing friends and pre-existing friends without being like oh lord you know how this person gonna be you know everybody right. that you don't get along with everybody but being able to be like like i mean i think my graduation is a great example um you know i there were a lot of things that had to be done on day of that i couldn't get to and you know melanie shari and the other people some some they knew knew each other some they never met until till that day but they you know worked together and said all right well we we got let's do this you know and i think that's a uh um, i think that's part of mm -hmm. too that not being jealous mm -hmm. of new friendships and understanding that like yeah you know with families people are going to evolve but you don't yeah. you don't have to compete for a spot and what you have is unique and i think also i i agree that communication piece and knowing that it's not about quantity yes with communication because I don't think I don't, I don't talk to anybody every day like I ain't talking to my folks every day 
but it's the quality, you know, of, mm-hmm. of when you do yeah. communicate. And that. one of the things that stood out for me and one thing that I think has been really big for Chandra and I's friendship is forgiveness. Like being able to always oh. have like just that forgiving heart. Cause I'm big on saying like people do things that disappoint you all the time, you know, and yes. best friends, sisters, family, it's, you're not exempt from that. And so being able right. to have that forgiving heart of saying, this is my trusted person. Like, this is the person that I can say like, man, that really hurt. Or I can say like, I really messed that one up. <laughs> you know, Like, <laughs> let me, let me figure out how to forgive or let me figure out how to ask for forgiveness. Cause that's yeah. a really big one. Um, asking for forgiveness and asking and saying, what do I need to do to make this space safe again? Um, mm-hmm. So that that's really been a big part of like a lasting friendship. Chandra, I got a question yeah. for you, just because April and I are not in this space is we don't have children or, you know, like a life partner, mm-hmm. right? So we just have like our work and things like right. that. So how does that affect your relationship with Shari? Like, I think that could be something that, you know, April and I can learn from when you have like other, you got children and everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. So definitely um, <laughs> we, we used to talk about all the time how like, uh, how Shari was the person's like, yeah, come on, let's let's go here next week because she doesn't right. <laughs> she doesn't have those responsibilities. No right, right, right. <laughs> and so, um, I think with her not speaking it, I think she's a little bit more understanding when it comes to. And I mean, it's taking work, um, but I think she's a little bit more understanding with, hey, let me see if I can come this weekend, or you know. I was able to come, you know, visit her last, but it did take like some preparation. It, it took some time with that. Um, and like I said, Shari's a great communicator. So for her to be able to say, hey, this is, I know we're friends and I know we're lifelong friends, um, but this is, I need more support from you. Um, and me saying, okay, mm. well, how can I do that? And it's been me figuring out like, well, how do I do that? You know? Yeah, husband and kids are important, but my friendships are important as well. How do I, how do I be more, what do you need from me? Um, that has helped a lot. And just the fact that she's, she's not like jealous, like, oh, you ain't got married. Like we never had that type of energy. It was more so about figuring out like, how do we move through this? Our friendship looks a little different now. Like, you know, um, <laughs> we're not in the same space as far as, um, living in the same town you know sometimes friendships can be easy when you live right up the street from each other yeah it doesn't take much but when it's a couple states over and you have responsibilities um then you know it can be difficult but just talking it out and pre-planning like hey I want to come there for Christmas or when you come see your mom for Thanksgiving this year I'm going to ride down of course you know the pandemic has kind of um stopped a few Mm -hmm. things but just trying to make, yeah, just trying to make those, uh, take those small opportunities to see each other or to, you know, to hook up or link up. It's been difficult. I will say that. I can't, I can't lie to you about that. Yeah. I think we do a good job of like being intentional. Like when you said planning, a lot of it is like, so when is this going to happen? Or when do you have a kid? Like when is the kids going to aunt's house or grandmother's house or like that type of thing? Um, And I think a lot of it is I like when you become so close to somebody, you, you know, that person. 
And yeah. I know that I am very kind of like gone with the wind. Oh, I, you know, will jump on this and be like, yeah, I'm gonna move across the country. And now I'm going to do this and I'm going to try this. And I know that Chandra is not that person. Like she is like, from the time that we've known each other, I always am like, Chandra is, she, she knows what she wants. She goes in that direction and she's stable in it. And so I always knew if somebody was going to get married and have kids first, it wasn't going to be me. <laughs> like, it was going to be her because of just like that. I know what I want. I go in that direction and I'm stable and steady in it. And so I think a lot of it is in knowing her and knowing that I can't like as, you know, all over the places I am, I can't expect her to be the same way. And so being able to in those moments where I am like, man, I really want you to pick up and go on this road trip with me. Being able to say like, no, nah, I know that that's not the type of person that my friend is, you know, like that's not her. And so being able to to really check my own um, expectations and my own like, well, why can't you just um, when I have those moments has really been oh. helpful. That's funny because as you were talking, it made me think of like what differences exist with Melanie and I. And what stood out to me is like for the a majority of our adult friendship, I've been in school for like the majority. <laughs> uh, while Melanie has, you know, has started a career. And so Melody has been able to do certain things that April has not been able to. Um, and so I remember there was one point I would feel really bad because I couldn't. Melody was like, okay, so I'm going to, and I'm just doing this example, making some up. I'm going to Australia in three months. You want to go? And I'm like, I, I, I can't. <laughs> I just can't like I financially physically can't uh, but I think there's also the importance of knowing like the limitations of your friends and knowing like okay well April can't be the yeah. international trip yep. friend uh, right now like she gonna need a year <laughs> and a half and even then it's still gonna be oh. like I don't know what I'm gonna be doing in a year and a half either like I don't know where I will be so yeah that's maybe think of that that's, yeah, yeah. That's cool. that was funny <laughs> and true but <laughs> Knowing, I'm telling you, knowing your roles in the in the whole scale Absolutely. of friendship, and it doesn't bother me. I think I don't have. I didn't when she said that. I was like, man, I haven't had a moment like, oh man, you can't come see me because I can come see you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I haven't had that. Like, I don't. I just I know what it is. I think Shari, you said it earlier. Like, I just know what it is. I know what it has been. I know you're busy. It's fine. Yeah. Because again, I have built that trust with you. And I know you. It's not like this is something off the cuff. Like you were talking to me every day and then all of a sudden you went ghost. I have a problem. Yeah. But no, yeah. like I know what you're doing. You are building this thing out. What you need. Mm -hmm. And you said something I was like, I don't do often that I was like, oh, I need to get my life together is um, this is the type of support I need from you. I thought that was good. I was like, man, y'all have those conversations. That's like. Excellent. I was like, oh Lord, y'all getting all type of emotional side of people. You know, I'd be like the one that I mean, I don't want to do all that. I'd be like, look, get, slide me a five minute conversation where I cry yeah. a little bit and then I'd yeah. be done. But I was like, oh, 
that does open up a space for another vulnerable conversation just saying hey let's what emotionally do like what do you yeah. need from me mm-hmm. that's a that was yeah. a growth moment i wrote that yeah. one down. That was yeah. good, y'all. and What's we had to have that conversation because yeah. we had a real rift like a real i'm not talking to you we ain't talking to each other you do your thing over there i'm gonna do my thing over here and if we meet we meet but if not i yeah. you know um yeah. <laughs> and so and it was so hard because like we said, we've been like cheek to cheek since seventh grade, you know? And yeah. so it was, and so it's not just us. It's like we said, we had older brothers who are friends. Our moms are friends. I'm like real close with Chandra's younger sister. So it's like family, you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're blended. And so it yeah. was really hard um, for us to stand our ground and kind of dig our heels in, in those yeah. spaces. And I think it's so funny because we were watching one of the verses, Brandy and Monica, uh-huh. <laughs> and we were kind of like, man, like, we really got to do better about checking in with what we need from each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that, um, even just like being in those spaces where you're listening to those nostalgic songs and you're like, man, we used to sing this together all the time or something like that. Or remember we were in your bedroom doing this, this and this. And like being in those spaces and saying, you know, how can we really start to get back to where we want to be? You know, because after that riff, we were like, okay, well, we'll, you know, mend this, but it wasn't, and we were, but it wasn't to the place where we wanted it to be. Yeah. And so we had to ask those really hard questions of mm-hmm. like, we both were in that space where we were like, well, I ain't talking to you. Well, you ain't yeah. talking to me, <laughs> you know? So what do we do together to yeah. pull out of that space? At that point, it was no longer just a, well, I'll do better. It was like, okay, well, this is what I need from you mm-hmm. to be able to move myself. And what do you need from me in order to move as well? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, again, back to your excellent communication skills. Um, I got loans for that. Okay, right. (laughs) I'm student loan. (laughs) I know, right? And I do too, but I I can communicate with everyone else. But when it came to dealing with something personal, you know, it was just kind of tough. Like, yeah, I don't know how to talk. You know, I don't know how to iron that out. But um, just checking ourselves, you know, like you said, and then you being open to like, the hard conversations because I know you know I struggle with that sometimes mm-hmm. um, but you made it so easy you know you made it so easy to open up and just talk about like hey like we're really friends like we can talk about this what is it that we need because we are struggling you know and yeah. um that was that was really helpful mm-hmm. really really helpful and I think that's key for I think what happens with friendships particularly in adulthood is people don't have those conversations um because life does change like people you know your 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 ability to do things you kind of move in different directions and i think the only way you can kind of stay on that same path is being able to call attention when something is going off because what happens is you get that first little you know paper cut in their friendship and then it gets another one and then it gets another one before you know you're like you know it's not even worth repairing so i'm just gonna let it fall by the wayside and then some yeah. some friendships just naturally yeah. progress to that area it's not that your enemies is that you just kind of grow out of them but i think for the ones that you know that are worth 
keeping, you have to have those conversations around like, okay, let me, let me step it up a little bit or, or, um, or letting someone know when you haven't felt that way. Cause sometimes we don't like, we don't know. And this is something, you know, Shari and I, we talk about all the time, even just with clients is that most of us are living in our own world. Yep. It's not even intentional. Not, people not trying to be self-centered is that you have so much going on that in your life that is hard to expect mm-hmm. people to read your mind. So sometimes you have to step out and say like, Hey, you didn't show up for me in this way. And you know, I didn't like that. Um, so I think that's good that y'all had that conversation. Um, so I have another question. What is your most fondest memory um, of your friendship or a very fun? Cause maybe you can't pick just one. What's one of your favorite or most fondest hmm. memories? Um, in adulthood, we've, we've had quite a few memories, um, but <laughs> we'll go back to the ones that are, um, podcast eligible. <laughs> um, I think, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think in our childhood, it was just, um, I don't know, just the, so uh, I call her mom, Mama Lo. So Mama Lo had like, uh, dial up internet and we would get on Yahoo chat and <laughs> and Mama Love would go to sleep and just those nights that we were up on Yahoo chat just talking to God knows who. Um, Randoms. Yeah. <laughs> having the, um, what was it? Yahoo Messenger, I believe. But like yes. we would stay up. I mean, she, of course, well, she would stay up. I would stay times. up. You yeah. would fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. But like watching movies, hanging out um, at her house. And um, my godmother just like cooking for us. We would have a good time um, and be asleep the next day because we stayed up all night. Just those memories of having sleepovers. That was mm-hmm. um, really memorable time for us. We would have all sleepovers all the time. It's so crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think my fondest memory of you is I remember my dad's funeral mm-hmm. and I don't remember a lot of things from that time because I was not there. Like I literally cannot remember the day. I can't remember the day before, the day after. But one of the things that I do remember is after the funeral, after we went to the reception and had food, we went back to my cousin's house Mm -hmm. and back to Brenda's house. Mm -hmm. And I remember you and Mika falling asleep with me like I was like I don't I'm I'm exhausted like I don't know what's yeah. happening I just need to sleep yeah. and I remember us like just getting in the bed yeah. going to sleep and y'all being like go to sleep like you're good you know <laughs> go to sleep yeah when you wake up what do you need like I remember that like that's one of yeah. the fondest memories that I have of our friendship and our sisterhood of you just being like go to sleep girl like yeah. You don't need to do any, if anybody looking for you, I got it. Like you just go to sleep. We'll lay here as long as you need to lay here. And yeah. so that's one of the fondest memories that I have. Aw. <laughs> no, right? It was. It was so sweet. I still ain't got nothing. I'm like, man. Yeah. So I have several. We, Melanie have a lot of memorable moments. Um <laughs> Like we spent a lot of time. So Mel and I were in a singing group. We started a, a gospel singing group when we were in um, junior high school. So we spent a lot of time together doing stuff. So we have like 
memories with that. One of probably the funniest and best examples of Melanie's personality is when we were in the choir. And I, it's not even a friendship memory because it was a lot of other people there. Um, so I'll just share, even though it's not my thing to share. Melanie was notorious for forgetting <laughs> lyrics. Oh, really? Um, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. But this is the thing that I loved. So Melanie had a solo in the choir. It was a very short song. And it was one star. <laughs> when I tell you, Melanie messed those words up so bad. And, and I just messed them up. Only people that knew she messed them up were the choir members and the choir director because she replaced them. <laughs> So the audience, they thinking like, wow, this girl can sing. So like she came up with some of her own words. So it sounded good. But the whole, like the choir director was turning red and crying because she was trying to hold back her like laughter. And we trying to like keep her professional because we know like, what is, what is Gosh, that is so funny. But she, you, nobody Hilarious. knew. The show went on. The show went on. <laughs> and, um, Another memory is I think when we both realized our dads were the same type of crazy. Um, Dad, I'm sorry when like, I let you listen to this. She said it. I, I didn't say it. She said it. She also right. ain't disagreed or correct. You know <laughs> we yeah we we realized uh, we had a track meet. I don't even remember where, but it was far. It was a it was far. And if you know anything about track meets, they last all day. And it was had to be 10 o'clock or 9 or 10. It was late. And people still had meets to run. But Melanie and I were done. And so there were two guys who lived in the neighborhood who drove. And they were about to drive back. So we are like, well, we'll just ride with them. We're not going to wait on the bus because the bus has to wait for everybody. So we get home. She goes with one guy. I go with another. And we go home. Like, literally, they took us home. <laughs> and... My dad, I, you know, I go into the house, tell my dad, like, hey, you know, he was like, oh, it's late. I was like, yeah, we actually came back early than everybody else because we got a ride. Why <laughs> did I say that? Because then, well, who'd you get a ride with? Well, who was this? It became, you would have thought we would have stopped <laughs> at every truck stop on the way home the way our dads could. And quite frankly, I should have. But I <laughs> <laughs> Right. I was like, do you know the boy that I was with prayed so at funny. every traffic light? He's now a wonderful pastor. <laughs> Shout out to Pastor B. You better put him out too. Just put he is. He's. I got a fine memory. I think I. Okay. This is something ratchet because yeah, it just flows with my personality in this moment. Um, April is the lookout uh, queen. Okay. Shut up! You will not. <laughs> I will I will delete your whole audio. We will not. Oh my goodness. I want to hear it. Look. Me, me too. Me too. Lord. Y'all about to y'all about to witness the end of a on this podcast. I'ma just say she is the lookout queen, okay? Just we go go ahead. You better clean it up though. You better clean it up. I'm talking about me. That's all I'm saying. I'm putting myself out there. She Oh, well, go ahead. She's then. a lookout queen. <laughs> we lived, she lived right across the street from me and she had access. Even though we were kind of dumb because clearly we lived in the cul-de-sac and that was like the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> like how somebody gonna run and escape something when we ended up a cul-de-sac. <laughs> I mean, that don't really help when somebody coming up the hill and somebody's already there. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. 
now that we look back <laughs> on it. But in the moment, we thought it was a real bright idea that while she could see the person coming up the hill, she could call me real quick. And I don't know what we're going to do, but you know. She was like, that was a very fond memory because it was like, look, she got my back on foolishness. Yes. Proud. I do. Yes. Hold it down for the people. Don't really know how we was going to escape that. Thank you, Lord. Never had a chance to find that out. But listen, that was the plan. Okay. Oh, that is funny. Didn't he really think that through? Well, like, and Melanie was at the top of the right. road. So somebody's at her house. They got you have a, to cross like, paths. There's no <laughs> other way out. You you gonna drive by the person you trying to I escape mean, from? It was literally, seriously, the stupidest thing ever. Like, what ki- the dumb things kids do? You'd be like, that didn't make no yeah. sense. Just it just didn't flow. But again, two stupid people together. <laughs> Holding <laughs> it down. That right there, that's a fine memory that somebody is willing to be done with you for. Let a me tell you. And that yes. Was, that is. <laughs> willing to be done with you. That's Ooh, funny. That's funny. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's funny. Hey. Yes. And that was dumb. Okay. And I kept that real PG. Now, when y'all have y'all after dark session. Right. Okay, on on the I Patreon. Was, look. Oh, that's, that's a, a Patreon. Patreon. We don't say that for paid. That's a paid episode because Let there's innocent parties yes. <laughs> that don't need to be named. <laughs> Folks got wives and exactly. children. Exactly. Some stuff <laughs> can't be messing Look, up people's homes. But I don't. So make sure y'all let me on that Patreon version. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so I, I know we're we're kind of short on time. Melody has another meeting. Um, but I do have one more question. I'm not sure if others had any jump in as well. Is how in what ways have you seen your friend grow and like change over the years? And what things have remained the same? What things will you be like, yep, <laughs> that's Sharia, that's Chandra, or like, wow, you know, I'm I love seeing like this growth and seeing this yeah, new side. That's a good question. Very good question. Mm. So for me, if I was to point it out. Um, April has been one of the most consistent people I've ever met in my life. Like, um, from the time I met her, she knew what she wanted to do. She knew she wanted to be a Delta. It was going to happen. She knew, I mean, she knew everything career wise. She knew everything. She (coughs) called it out by name. And even to the point where, you know, I was out here talking about husband and kids. She never did. She was like, look. This right here is what I got my plans on right here. This is what I'm going to do right here. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do this over here. And she's done every bit of it. However, you know, she might be like, oh, it took me a long time. But I find that very admirable. Like, man, to have that in your brain, not letting um, anything get in your way. Nothing. Like life, nothing stop you from that. And so um, that consistency is real. Like very consistent in that space. I say what I, I mean, and I mean what I say. So um, so that's something that has not changed. Things that have changed is to, um, gosh, I, it kind of evolves in things that haven't changed, like to watch her, how she can articulate things. Um, and then being so open-minded on a vast majority of things. Like we were, we grew up in a very, uh, kind of like box cookie cutter like life that we were not like exposed to a lot. 
So how she handled the exposure to life and how she's able to, you know, matriculate through that is like, again, I, I admire that a lot. Like she knows a lot. I learn a lot from her. Um, and that is like, wow, you know, coming from where we came from to where we know now, you would never think that we grew up in Birmingham doing the stuff that we do. You would be like, how did you, how did you even get here, <laughs> right? And a lot of the things that I know, I would not have known or opened my mind up to those things had it not been to April. You know, had it not been for April at all. Because, I mean, again, I came from a very tight-knit, tight knowledge-based family that half the time I didn't know what, what I was talking about. I was trying to, <laughs> but I didn't know. So um, those are my two. That's cool. Thank you. Um, so one thing that has stayed the same about Melanie, Melanie has always been a risk taker. Um, and slightly rule breaker, not in the sense that she got in trouble because our parents didn't play that. But Melanie has never been afraid to like step outside of the rules or go out, maybe go outside the box is a better way of saying it because rule breaker sounded like she was getting in trouble. Like that. <laughs> that was not a possibility. That's a Patreon episode, okay? <laughs> That's a Patreon <laughs> episode for some of those stories. Um, and I and I remember that even as a kid, like Melanie would be the one racing with the boys and beating them. Melanie would be the one who's gone, you know, she says she's going to do something. You'd be like, really? You don't think? Nope, Melanie gonna be the one first in line on the roller coaster, you know, <laughs> and want to get on it again. <laughs> um, and that was not me at all, but that's always been Melanie. And to see how that's evolved into adulthood, um, she's never been afraid to take risks, and I think that has led to her success. You know, being this wonderful entre entrepreneur who is able to like help people achieve their dreams. And she's a business owner, you know, Melanie was the first person in our group, I think to get her, get her house and uh, to start her own business and to, you know, she's taken every hardship and every lump and just been like, Oh, okay. And kept, and kept going. And I think that spirit of not being afraid or, or I won't even say not being afraid, but not letting that fear, stop her like I think if, if I think of like a fearless friend it would definitely um be Melanie so that has been cons consistent and what I have seen change is um her relationship to other people and how she motivates other people and um because Melanie was never the Philly Philly type friend like, I remember at church, she would hate, you know, when Melanie would get, get you know, the spirit would hit. The first, she would hate, don't touch oh, me. Don't, I, I hate when you do that. Stop touching me. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, I'm trying to, you know, like, make make sure the spirit stay in the realm. And she just, like, get off me. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. Wow. Wow. And seeing her you know she's still like the touchy touchy type friend in that sense but she has evolved in such a way that um you you feel her spirit in a room even if she's not saying anything that's um, let me go get my tissue oh my <laughs> <laughs> um so I, that's a thing that I've appreciated. Just again, just seeing the growth as as this you know this businesswoman who's out there doing big things and 
you know, one day I hope to get to her level. Um, but until then, I, you know, I, I know who to go to. Well, one more thing before y'all go to the the next, you know, y'all tell y'all start. I just thought about it when she talked about uh, entrepreneur stuff. I was like, nah, we started out being entrepreneurs together because we used to go around the neighborhood. That's a fine memory. <laughs> Listen, that is a good way. We I forgot hustling. about that. You hear me? We could sell some candy because we'd be out here singing to your parents <laughs> and singing to everybody yeah. and coming up with jingles yeah. and y'all give us that money. That's hilarious. So we can have free trips we did. We're and food on trip. <laughs> yeah. That's how all. Oh, yeah, no, I don't tell the food story. Them. Go ahead, Shari. Y'all gone because I feel like she about to start telling food stories. No. no. Well, okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna tell the food story, but the one about the the so you know the chocolate mm-hmm. bars. Everybody mm-hmm. had the same. They had a coupon underneath. So everybody in our neighborhood went to the same school. Oh, yeah. So oversaturated <laughs> like, market. So we, it's an oversaturated because back then mm-hmm. you would literally go door to door like for stuff, but. Everybody, everybody selling the same stuff. So we figured out we got to stand out. So we would go door to door, but we would sing. We say, if you buy a piece of some candy, we'll sing Ooh, a song for you. Nice. Um, and that's it's how a good we market. That's good right? market. And pe- so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny. All right, I'm ready for y'all. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I'm gonna go first. You gonna go first? You want me to go first, girl? Uh, you can go first. You can go first. Okay, so one of the things that I think has not changed, one of the things that's been consistent about Chandra is her calm spirit. Like, I'm dramatic, you know, I can be. I have moments, you know, I'm over emotional at times. And Chandra has this way of whatever, like, outlandish like dramatic spiel that I come to her with like oh my gosh the sky is falling like Chandra has this way of being like well let's sit down and think about what it would be like if the sky fell Shari like calm it down like her calm spirit and her ability to just be in space and time with people right so when it was younger it was like with me with friends but now in the work that she does with with teenagers with children like her ability to be calm and be patient and give space and time to people has never changed and that's one of the things that I appreciate and often am in awe about like how she's able to just hold space and time for people and when you're with her it really feels like you're with her you're Mm -hmm. not like fighting for time she's like no I'm here and I'm here for you and so that's one of the things that I have noticed um just how it has continued to grow um in the way that she's with her family and in the her husband and her kids and you know the way in which she's just kind of sitting in that with calmness where she'll tell me stories about the boys and I'm like oh my gosh they did what <laughs> you know like what's happening and she's like you know I'm just trying to take it in trying to figure out how to move through it you know and I'm like uh-uh let's go to the school you know and so like just that yeah. has been a part of of her and continues to be a part of her and then one of the things that I think has changed is boldness um and she has grown into her voice in ways that I think when we were younger it was there like I would hear her voice uh, but it would be kind of behind closed doors you know like I'm still gonna follow the rules but I'm gonna say something about it you know and I think now 
you have grown into this space of like, no, I'm going to show up my whole self with all of my voice and I'm going to make sure that people see me, people hear me and people respect me. And so I think that's something that I admire and I'm really happy to see you grow into that um, because I, I always knew it was there, but I don't know if others were able to see it in a way that I did. And so I, I, I'm excited to see you continue to like blossom in that way. Oh, cool. That's, I feel good. <laughs> Send my love out to my mommy. Happy Mother's Day, mommy. Oh my goodness. Okay. So um, one thing I noticed that has not changed about you, um, you have this infectious personality. It's, it's a laugh. It's the ability to live in the moment and just just have the fun. It's just like, um, of course, we talked about like, I would always have the responsibilities of, you know, other things going on and you're just like carefree. And so I think with you, I've learned how to just relax. It's like, whatever we do today is what we do. Whatever the schedule is, it's just, it's fine. We don't have to have a schedule. We're just going to go here and do this. And I've always enjoyed that you've um, been able to just be carefree and relaxed and um, the ability that you have um, to make me look at myself um, is not something that I, I I don't give people the ability to do that. I don't I don't like people to show me myself and just the way that you've done it. It, it hadn't been in a harsh way. It's just like, oh, come on, let's take a look at this. I remember one time you telling me. <laughs> I think you should get some time, take some time to get to know yourself. You're always in a relationship. (laughs) This was, this was prior to, and you know, sometimes people can say things to you like, what, who are you to tell me that? But it never feels like that with you. It never feels like judgment. Um, You just have this ability to deliver things to me and I'd be able to accept it because you know, I'm not easily to accept that from everybody. And um, I just appreciate that from you. Um, You you know how to tell me the truth in a way that doesn't, you know, just come off too rough. Um, I admire your drive. Um, Just like um, April was talking about Melanie, she has the ability to set goals. Or Melanie was saying about April, she has the ability to set goals and go after it. And ever since I've known you, you have always wanted to pursue psychology and you wanted the, um, wanted your doctorate. I've, I've watched you at all costs, all the sacrifices that you've made. Um, to go after what you wanted to do. And you've become such a strong woman. Um, and you as well, speaking up for yourself, um, you've, you've always been able to, but now it's just like unapologetically. I don't have to apologize for being me. This is who I am. And I appreciate seeing that in you. Um, and I guess it kind of runs into what has changed. It's just me um, seeing your ability to um, develop into a business person. and. Um, just establish what you not to wait on a certain time of life to do things it's like no I don't have to wait um until I have children or until a husband comes along and I buy a house or I start a business it's like no I'm gonna go ahead and do it and if he comes and fine if not we're okay until that time until it's the right time for me so being able to see you pursue things independently has been um, something that I've enjoyed watching your growth <laughs> Girl, you know, be out here. No. Like by hook or by crook, we don't make that thing happen. 
my bicycle back room. Yes. Oh, that was that was beautiful, beautiful, y'all. <laughs> Well, thanks. Thanks for indulging uh, that question. Um, yeah. This was really cool hearing, li- yeah. hearing and listening and learning about each other's friendships and the journeys. Um, we have one last yes. second before we close, which is our send one your love. So this is a part of the episode where we ask you to send your loves out there to a person, a group or entity, maybe someone that made you smile, or just made your life a little less chaotic. Um, so who do you want to send your love out to? Does anyone want to start? Anyone have? <laughs> oh, that's, that's a, a good, good one. one. Mm-hmm. Happy mm-hmm. Mother's Day, Mrs. Stuck. Um, today I'll send my love out to Cedric and Aiden. Those are my bonus sons. And so they are the reason why I get to legitimately celebrate today. <laughs> and uh, so I just want to let them know that I love them and I appreciate them for accepting me into their lives. Um, I'll follow suit and, you know, definitely send love out to my mom for Mother's Day, but also send love out to those who are struggling today, whether be if whether because their mom is not here or maybe they don't have the best relationship with their mom. Um, but for those, I'm always just aware of how holidays like this can bring about a whole lot of memories yeah. and feelings for people. So just send it out. My love to anybody who's struggling. Yes, I definitely am sending love to my mom and all the mothers. Um, and those who, like April said, you took the words right out of my mouth, might be struggling on today as Mother's Day. Um, but also May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so I want to send my love out to everyone who is maintaining their mental health and trying to stay in a space where they are in a positive space with their mental health and wellness. Um, I want to send my love and my strength and courage out to all of them, um, all of us, shoot, um, as we maintain our mental health and mental wellness. So, yeah. Love to y'all. Because somebody was about <laughs> to get it in the parking lot yesterday. They Let me tell you. It's Same. a daily. It's a daily. Like, where are you today, Shari? Where you at? Um, So yeah, I want to send love to them. Um, But thank y'all again for listening to another episode of Three Sykes and a Mic. Thank you, Melanie and Shandra, for joining. I certainly enjoyed this episode. I always like talking about friendships and relationships. For those who are listening, make sure that you continue to recommend, subscribe, and um, key in to us each and every other week as we put out another episode. Um, You can find us on all platforms for podcasts, but then you can always contact us on Instagram or Facebook at Three Sykes and a Mic. If you'd like to email us questions or topics, or if you've just got things that you'd like for us to know, feel free to email us at Three Sykes and a Mic at gmail.com. And as always, y'all keep it tight until we see you again. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Welcome to the Weekly Wind Down. Take time to unwind with G and Key. Join us as we discuss life, love, and all of the above. Grab your wine and unwind with your new favorite duo, where happiness is an inside job and loving yourself first is the key. 
The Weekly Wind Down. Let's get geeked this week. You can find The Weekly Wind Down every Sunday, everywhere you listen to podcasts.